Hello, everybody, and welcome or welcome back to the Straight to the Babe podcast. My name is Hannah, and thanks for tuning in for this week's episode. I'm super excited to be back. Definitely doing a little bit better, I think, than I was last week. If any of you listened to last week's episode, I think I was just going off about how tired I was. Well, I survived, and actually, my legs are still really tired because... I did like an extra lift on Friday with some of my teammates and then on Saturday I ended up going for a run and the run was supposed to be a lot slower but sometimes when you're just out there and you're just in the mode, in the mode, in the zone, you just can't help but pick up the pace. That's really my issue. It's like I really don't know how to like slow down I guess (laughs) Um, which can be not a bad thing in some ways but yeah, this week it really hurt me so like so much so that I actually skipped my run yesterday because my legs are just really really tired. So, but I'll run tomorrow. Anyways, I'm really excited to be back with this week's episode. It's a good one, I think. It's a good topic. Um, my weekly wins this week. I mean, it's only Tuesday, but I guess staying on top of my school stuff because I feel like I've had so much to do. But I've really prioritized it. Even over the weekend, that was like my number one priority. I spent almost my entire day on Sunday, like from the second I woke up to like before I went to bed, working on schoolwork and getting a bunch of stuff done. I have an exam on Thursday, so I've been a little bit stressed out about it. Um, I am studying a lot for it, though, so I think it's going to be fine because of the amount of studying I'm doing. But it's, I'm really nervous because I really want to do well on it. Um, And then the other weekly win, I want to say, is Saturday. I'm very much into baking, for those of you that don't know. And I feel like I haven't had as much time recently to bake newer, newer things. I mean, I guess I baked a few things, but I have, like, a list of um, goodies I want to bake. And... I'm trying to make a lot of my baked goods vegan, which is really fun, but it takes a lot of extra time and thinking and, like, figuring out how I can still make it, like, really, really good and the same dessert, but just, you know, no animal products. Um, But this weekend, I was able to bake a new thing that I've been wanting to bake for a while. They're not vegan, unfortunately, but they are s'mores cookies. They actually don't have any eggs because I just used a replacement type thing. I used flaxseed but they still do have like marshmallows in them and um you know real chocolate which you could just use vegan chocolate but anyway um they were definitely a success I would say I made them with the pan banging method for those of you that don't know baking um cookies can be made like just regular obviously just like put in the oven and they can also be made using the pan banging way which is like it's a special type of recipe so there's it's you make the dough in a different way and then you put them in the oven for like eight to nine minutes and then you just lift up the pan like two to four inches and then just drop it and then you continuously drop the pan every like two minutes or so until the cookies are baked and yeah so I think they were s'mores cookies but Next time I make them, I'm going to make them, like, without the pan-banging method because I think they'd be a little bit better if they were just, like, a softer, thicker cookie, 
Whereas the pan banging method, like they're still soft on the inside, but they're definitely thin and kind of crispy-ish on the outside. Um, but regardless, these cookies, I would say were a success because they really did taste like a s'more. And I'm not the type of person to just like buy marshmallows and the, you know, chocolate and graham crackers and roast s'mores over my stove in my house. <laughs> um, I usually only eat s'mores if there's like a fire and we're sitting outside, you know, that type of thing, summer vibe. <laughs> but these, yeah, these cookies were honestly so, so good. I really do, like probably when I get home over the summer when I have like a little bit more time, I wanna try to make them completely vegan and like make my own marshmallows vegan because I made marshmallows from scratch last summer but obviously they weren't vegan, so I really want to try that. Anyways, that was kind of a lot. Um, oh, one of my friends recommended that I give a little shout out. To, <laughs> shout out to my baking Instagram. Um, if you would like to go follow it, it's at Hands World of Baking. That's H-A-N-S World of Baking. <laughs> um, I can try to like link it in the description is there a description? Yeah, there's a description for podcast. But I don't know if it works. I think I tried to do that for the ins- the podcast Instagram too. But I don't know if it worked. Um, if you want to, yeah, you can follow Hands World of Baking. So you can keep up with all my baking updates and all the new things. <laughs> I actually am. I plan on making something really, really exciting soon. Either like this week, early in the week, or this weekend whenever I have time, probably in the weekend. And then also I have to say, go follow the podcast Instagram if you want to, straight cheddar babe underscore podcast. My goal with that is like to soon have enough listeners following it that I can post something like a question and then have some of you who do listen like answer it. And then I can just kind of like read through some of the answers depending on the topic. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, just to, like hear your thoughts and stuff. And I think that can kind of make the episodes a little bit more interesting when I have other people's opinions and thoughts on whatever the topic is. Anyway, as you can tell by the title, today's episode is Friendship is Magic. Yeah, friendship is magic. Um, I actually got this idea last week or maybe even the week before. And I just wrote it down because I've been spending so much time with my roommate and I mean, we live together, so it's inevitable, but like, but I mean, I feel like we've been doing like so much more together in terms of like, um, we eat dinner together almost every single night and it's like a ritual that like after, I don't know, we're done with classes and like we're kind of making dinner and stuff that we usually sit up in the living room area and like I'm usually doing homework and studying really and then we're kind of making dinner, chatting, eating together. And then we usually try to watch at least one episode ah, of The Walking Dead. Um, I think I mentioned last week that we started watching it. Like, I think we started watching it like the beginning, like the very beginning of last week from like season one. And we're honestly kind of cooking through it, especially because on Friday... This is, like, part of the reason I think why I also thought of this episode is, like, we've been spending so much time together, and then on Friday, we both decided to just, like, 
not go out or like we were both I think really tired I said I was so tired and I really just my battery for like doing things and seeing people was just at it was on (laughs) eat so we both stayed in and decided to just like hang out and watch The Walking Dead together like and it was a Friday and we had nothing to do the next day so we literally watched it until like 1 30 in the morning <laughs> I don't know how many episodes we got through but we're like in the middle of season three right now <laughs> so I'd say we're doing like pretty well now that there's like that many episodes in the early seasons but yeah middle of season three is pretty good and yeah that was so fun because it's not that kind of friendship where you have to be doing something you like have to be going out you have to be doing an activity, going on a walk, hike, I don't know. The fact that we can just sit and, like, do whatever together, like, it could be silent, and we could just be, like, listening to music or something, and it wouldn't be, like, weird. Just, like, the presence, I think, of the two of us is just so peaceful and so nice, and our friendship is just, like, that good that we both feel like we can just say whatever is on our minds and whatnot, and the other one is not going to judge or anything, If that makes any sense. Yeah, we've just gotten... I mean, we got pretty close, obviously, like, last year when we first moved in together. But now this year, we've gotten even closer. Partially because I think the two of us don't really talk to the third roommate as much. Because he's just never there. I mean, he's just always in his room playing video games, doing other stuff. Like, yeah. So, that... I mean, sad that the third roommate isn't as I guess involved in the friendship but also it's fine because I'm now super close with that one roommate and yeah I'm actually moving out of my house I don't know if I mentioned this before um for like various other reasons but it is gonna be so sad actually to leave because whenever I like come home and I think whenever like we both you know, come home, we see each other after, like, the long day, we're, like, we're just, like, we're chatting as we're cooking and getting things together, we're just talking about our days and talking about the practices together, and, like, I'm just really gonna miss that, I think, like, eating dinner together every night, and that's honestly gonna be so sad, he said he's gonna be really sad when I leave, so, yeah, but you know what, like, we've gotten so close that I don't think even me moving out is gonna, like, I don't think it's going to, like, ruin the friendship or make us distance ourselves. And I even actually brought that up to him because I was like, I don't want our friendship to be ruined. Um, So I don't think it is because we're just, like, that close to friends now, which is so good. Anyways, other than my amazing roommate, we, as teammates, I already spend so much time with everybody on my team because we train so much. But even right now, I feel like I've gotten closer with, like, specific few people because we have, like, specific lifting groups right now. And I always lift with one of my teammates, the same girl, like, every single day we lift together. And then, like, on Friday, the lift is – there's, like, an optional lift, and there's a very small group that goes. But it's just so fun, and it's – I feel like I've gotten so much closer with, you know, this small group of girls on the team, which – I was already really close with, but I think now that it's so, like, the training can be so individualized, like, the lift is optional, so hardly anybody's there, so I'm only talking to those girls, so 
that's been just so nice. And we're also doing things that's not swimming together because we're not training 20 hours a week. And it's so fun to be able to go to like baseball games together and just like somebody will have a little movie night because we can stay up late, you know, on a Friday and not have to go to practice the next day. Like we're kind of going out to dinner and I feel like we're just doing like a lot of more things. That was weird. A lot of more, (laughs) a lot more things that are not involving swimming and that's also I think part of like just you know growing our friendship which is just so nice on Sunday it's been for I mean it's been two weeks but for the past two Sundays me and like one of my besties on the team we go out for pizza and just talk about anything but it's been kind of like a Sunday night ritual for the past two weeks and I think it's gonna like actually stick like I think it's actually gonna be like pizza Sundays um and she is like my bestie on the team like the whole team knows us as this like duo and the fact that she is graduating and she doesn't know exactly what she's doing right now like she doesn't know if she's gonna stay in town or if she's gonna completely move it just depends, but I'm going to be so sad. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I'm not crying. I'm going to be yet. I'm not crying yet. I'm going to be so sad when she leaves because she's like the two of us are just known as, you know, this little duo. And even in practice, it's so weird because we're the ones who are like cracking up and like laughing our asses off at like who knows what. And the whole team is like, what are these two laughing at? And we're usually like singing and stuff. So it's already, like, so different kind of in practices. Not that it's, like, bad because I'm still having a good time and I'm swimming with, like, you know, a really good group of girls. We have kind of, like, a lane now. But it's it's still so sad when I think, you know, that one person actually might leave um, because we have gotten so close. Wow, guess I just am feeling really wholesome this week, I guess. Um it's like a huge mix of me wanting the semester to end because I have so much schoolwork I feel like I'm doing all the time and I have so much more to do and I'm thinking like how am I going to get all of it done before the semester ends because it's not that far away and I feel like I just have so much to do and also I want to like not swim for a couple weeks but right now like the practices we have like it's you know I'm forced to be there so like those two reasons are why I want the semester to like be over but on the same at the same time I think I'm going to be so sad to leave all of my like teammates right now yeah I mean summer isn't even I know the summer is going to fly by especially because I come back in like early August I think usually and yeah, it's going to fly, and I'm already thinking about, like, this one trip I might take to visit one of my teammates, but it's still going to be, like, really sad, especially if, um, like I said, that one homie I have moves, like, leaves town because she's graduating, but yeah, friendship, friendship is so good. So, Google basically says that friendship is a mutual bond between two people, not to be like a corn googling definitions here but I feel like that's just a good place to start a mutual bond between two people 
Um, so I am 20 years old, actually about to be 21 in 12 days. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That is crazy down. Um, anyways, but I remember when I was really young that my dad told me if I can count more than like the number of fingers on my hand, like if I can count more than five people in my life that I can call a real friend, then that's like crazy town and I'm just really lucky. Not to be dramatic, but when I was that young and my dad told me that, I was like, no way, dad, I'm going to have more than five friends. And he was like, well, yeah. And I get it now. I think I am really lucky because I think there are five people that I can or even more than five people that I can truly say are like those true friends who will probably be in my life forever. And I think by, you know, just five people, he meant like you're going to have a lot of, you know, different friends in your life and acquaintances and people you do genuinely like, but like not all of them are going to be actual friends that you that are just such genuine good people and you have like such a strong friendship with, if that makes any sense at all. This disclaimer, I'm not talking about like my family, my sister, like my cousins. I'm not talking about that. Like non-blood related friends. That's what I mean. Like people that are not in your family. I really understand that people come and go in your life and people may change People grow up and you have different perspectives on different ideas and, you know, topics going on in the world. I think every person that comes into your life was meant to be there, whether they, whether they stay for your entire life and they are one of those friends in your life that you can count on forever. Or if it was just a, you know, somebody that came into your life and then left because it was meant to teach you some sort of a lesson or something. And, like, I truly believe in the saying, everything happens for a reason. I think, I mean, unless you're intentionally being an ass and, like, ruining friendships and doing things you know you're, no, you know you're not supposed to do and you know is going to hurt the friendship, then whatever happens to you was meant to happen to you. You're meant to meet specific people in your life. Like... I can think of people that I've met in my life and obviously I've never had a friendship that I intentionally was like sabotaging or didn't want to be their friend. That would just be horrible. But I know that some people in my life who I thought were my number one homie and we were going to be besties forever actually you know they did things things happened and then they ended up kind of leaving my life a little bit or not like completely leaving my life but just being like a couple arm lengths away instead of being like a real true friend like they were now more of um like a friend (laughs) they were like a pal but not somebody who I would call like oh they are like one of my greatest friends if that makes sense like now they're not one of those people you know, one of those top five people on the list who I could call, like, a real true friend. And that's hard, especially when you think that, you know, the person you meet is your actual best friend. Like, 
you just think, oh my gosh, like what would I do without this person? And you think, I can't believe we weren't friends before, you know? And then all of a sudden things happen and like you feel like you're not best friends anymore. That sucks. That's a horrible feeling. But I really, really think it's important to believe that things happen for a reason and that person to come in your life and do what they did, like taught you a bigger overall lesson. Because that has happened to me like twice, I think. Like I've had certain people in my life that I thought were it. Like we were going to be best friends forever. Like I could tell them anything. We did everything together. Like I couldn't imagine my life without them. And now when things happened and they kind of grew up in a different way than I did, I never get mad at people, essentially. Like they make me upset, but I can't really get angry with somebody for acting the way that they did or the way that they are because I know that's had just the way they were raised and that's just what they learned growing up and what they learned from people around them. So I can't just get angry with people. I don't think I'm the type of person really to get mad at somebody just because I know that it's not, it can't be their fault for acting that way because that's maybe the way that they grew up or the way that people in their life acted towards them. You know, they could have, they could have endured other things and they could just be thinking, well, this person did this to me and I've seen this person do this to other people, so why can't I just do this to this person? Does that make any sense at all? I don't know. But I, yeah, I don't get mad at people for the way that they, you know, maybe treated me that wasn't right or left my life in not a great way. But, it, I mean, it's upsetting, but I also, yeah, I can't get, I'm not angry. I'm more of just upset about losing the friendship. But then I learned that, like, the point of what they did and what they, when they came into my life, that was all for the greater good. And it's all part of the bigger picture and helping me grow and learn as a person. There are, like, other people who, you know, I had friends in high school who I had a blast with when we were in school. But, like, you know, we all grew up, we graduated, we went to many different colleges and like I was friends with them but we weren't like meeting up whenever I came home like they weren't part of my very small group of friends that I was like always wanting to see when I came home from school and now like you know if I were to see them I'd be like asking them how they were and hoping everything's good and like sometimes Every once in a while, they might swipe up on my Snapchat story and, like, say something or ask how I'm doing. And that's super nice. But obviously, they're not, like, my super close friends anymore. And that's okay. I think the most important thing is when I did graduate from high school and I moved away to college. And obviously, my life completely changed. I remember making it a priority and, like, telling myself that, I kind of made, this might sound bad, I kind of made a list of people in my life, in my list of friends who I felt were my closest friends and people I truly felt like were amazing people and I did not want to lose our friendship and our relationship. Like I wanted to keep that. And I made sure that I took the time, or I still do, I think, take the time to 
reach out to them and stay in touch with them because I think sometimes like I know those friendships and those tight relationships that I have with those people and I know that they are people that I feel like I just think I want I really want to keep that friendship in my life and I know I said you know everything happens for a reason but also if you have those people And, you know, I don't mean, like, nothing happened to your friendship. Like, they didn't do anything to hurt you. You didn't do anything to hurt them. Like, you're still, like, such good friends when your lives lives change and, you know, you move away or they move away. I think you should just make the biggest effort. And I don't think it'll be that difficult for you because they're obviously going to be more in the front of your mind than some other people to just keep that friendship and stay in touch with them. I definitely have, like, ongoing text messages with, like, um, I would say th- three people at least who are, like, you know, some of my best friends from home. And we constantly texting each other and checking in, checking in, checking up on each other, um, like, throughout our, you know, weeks and stuff and our days. But then there are those other people that, like, maybe are just so busy and like they we don't have like a real ongoing message and their lives are very different than mine but right when I think about them the first thing I do is pick up my phone and text them and say hey I was just thinking about you how are you doing or I will take the time to write them letters because that always I think really sticks out because I mean you're taking the time to like sit down with a piece of paper write them a note put it in an envelope and like you know, if it's a package, like, drive it to the post office, you know, and I think that's a little bit more special than just sending them a text message, and it kind of stands out a little bit more. Like, there are just a few people that are, things haven't aligned, so whenever I was back home, they may not have been there, or when I was not home, they were at home, so we literally haven't been able to see each other in maybe two, three years, but I still know 100% that they, that our friendship, like I still would really care about them. And our friendship is so strong that I do not want them to leave my life. I 100%, you know, want to keep my relationship with those people. And I think that's totally understandable. Like I said, as long as obviously like nothing happened with the friendship. And if you're as close as you were, then it makes sense why you wouldn't want those people to leave your life. Um, let me give an example. So I met this one pal at the beach, um, when I was lifeguarding my first year. So I was 17, I think. And she's definitely older than me by three, four years. I don't even know. So she was more of like a little role model to me, but our friendship got so tight because we were in the same, like we were on the same chair every day, sitting together all the time. And we kind of made some like big rescues together and so I hardly ever get to see this person because she is working and she's kind of like always traveling for her work like I think she was in Colorado and she's on the east coast she's on the west coast like she's literally all over the place so I hardly ever get to see her but I know that our friendship was so strong and we did work together for like a few summers And she is still somebody who, like, I text her on her birthday or I pick up my phone when I think about her. And I'm like, hey, I just want to see how you were doing. And 
she might do the same to me or she will text me when I have like a huge meet coming up. So we're still like really good friends, but it just sucks that like our schedules and our lives haven't aligned. So I can't see her that often. Another example is like one of my friends who he's just a year older than me, but moved away to like very far to go to school, like a completely very far from (laughs) where I was living. So I knew that like he wasn't going to be able to come home as often. And then the year after I moved away to school and the two of us are never, ever home at the same time just because of the way our lives are. But I know that our friendship is so good that, like, we still text each other when we think about each other. Um, and, you know, we always are, we always just try to keep in touch in any way possible, even if it isn't, like, all the time. But my point is, like, there was no falling out. No, nobody was angry with each other. We were so close. And we've even, I mean, last time I did see this person which was like, oh my gosh, like over two years ago, we said like, our friendship is so tight, like we're gonna do our best to stay in touch as much as possible. Like maybe we can try to meet up in like a specific part of the country if we're both kind of, we can meet halfway, you know? So those are the type of people that like, you know, you don't want them to leave your life. And like I said, there was no falling out but you just never, it, the world doesn't, your lives don't align perfectly. But and that's when I think it takes a little bit more effort if you really care about the friendship. But I don't think it's that, it's not like that difficult if your friendship was so tight. Like that person I think is still, you know, a big piece of your life. And they're probably still at the front of your mind rather than those acquaintances who you were friends with but not that close to friends with and your relationship wasn't that strong they're not going to be you know at the top of your mind those people who are at the front of your mind it just makes it easier for you to just you know think about them and just do little things like I have a list of people that I want to write letters to and I'm slowly but surely making my way down the list I do really try to set aside some time for that The letters are just so easy, especially now that I just bought a pack of, you know, envelopes and stamps. And so I really just try to set aside a little bit of time and write a little something. Packages are a little bit more difficult because I don't have a car at my university while I'm here. So then I have to ask somebody for a ride and I have to buy a box. (laughs) It's kind of just extra effort. (laughs) But like I said, I haven't made it through the whole list and I'm really trying, but I think that makes... It extra special I think I think I'm also I'm almost like more scared for when I graduate next year because I mean I'm obviously excited to meet other people who are going to be doing like my same program and studying the same things as me like that's going to be really fun because I'm going to meet other people who you know like they like the same things as I do (laughs) I know I'm going to make a lot of friends, whether I'm roommates with them or, like, just in classes with them. I think we're going to grow pretty tight. Right now, like, college is, like, a big part of your life. And I think these are the friends that are, like, now some of your closest friends ever. And 
you spend all your time with them. Like I said, I spend 20 hours a week training with my teammates and I live with like my best friends and we do everything together. So the fact that like, you know, they're like my family now while I'm here in school and leaving them. Oh my God. (laughs) Like leaving my whole team, all my friends, like, I think it's just going to be really difficult. Obviously, I'm going to stay in touch with all these people. I'm going to make that effort, obviously. And I'm probably going to, you know, come back and visit whenever I can, depending on how close my graduate school is from my university. It's definitely going to be a big, big change. And yeah, it's going to be a little bit scary. Wow, I did not mean for this to get, like, <laughs> like this deep. <laughs> like, you know, like, I know I'm going to make more tight friendships in the future. Like, you're always going to be making friends in your life as long as you're branching out, going to new places. Obviously, I'm going to graduate school, going to, if you're, I don't know, moving states. Like, as long as you're doing things, like, you're always going to make new friends who are also expanding their lives and doing things and changing their lives and I'm super excited for whoever I meet along the way and all those tight friendships that I make but the transition is going to be huge because when I first leave and I first move into grad school I'm not going to have those really tight bonds and those that really tight support group at first Like, it's going to take a minute for me to build these relationships. So I think that's going to be the most difficult thing is for, you know, the first few months, I may not be that close with whoever I'm living with and whoever I'm going to classes with. Like, it's so I'm going to lose that little support system for, like, a little bit, and that might suck. (laughs) But, you know, it's part of the ride, and, I mean, I guess that's how it was, yeah, my freshman year when I moved to university, like, I didn't have those really tight friendships with anybody. Like, it took a lot of time for us to, like, be friends with each other. But so for, like, the first couple months, for the first, no, not even couple, for the first, like, month, three weeks, not even a month, I feel like we became friends so so fast. But it was hard for, like, the first few weeks because I didn't feel like I had those friends that like were fully you know in support of me and stuff yet because we hadn't built that bond if that makes any sense all in all I think friends save your life in some ways like I know independence is really really important obviously like I have my me alone Hannah time which I absolutely love and that's really important but humans are social beings and we really cannot survive without each other i think if anything the pandemic taught us was that like human connection is one of the most important things ever like we wouldn't survive without each other so love your friends (laughs) anyways actually like A good example is yesterday, before I went to my, like, 12 o'clock class, I was actually really dreading it because practice was so hard yesterday morning, and then I went to my 9 a.m. right after, and I came home, and I was literally just sitting on my couch, like, kind of in the middle of, like, studying and also, like, doing some, like, homework, and I was so tired, like, I really could have just sat there and continued to work on my schoolwork and not move 
And part of the reason was like this walk to this class, the building is so far away from my apartment that it takes me like a good 20, 25 minutes to walk. And I just was dreading this whole long walk to class and going to class and just, (laughs) I just did not want to go. But of course, I have to go to class. So I went and I saw the group of girls that I'm in all of my classes, I think almost all of my classes with this group of girls because we're all in the same, you know, major. And we just always have so much fun together. Like even if none of us want to be there, we always find some way to just like be chatting and just having a good time. And they just made the class 10 times better. Just that like social interaction, I think it's just so, so important. Like I said, alone time is like important and it's good for you, obviously. I like to take some alone time. Usually I actually like Fridays during the day when people are like napping and going to class. I usually try to take a little bit of time to like do some homework in the coffee shop or even just like read my book on my own or do some baking on my own. And that alone time is like super important, but I can't spend like an entire day with no human interaction. Like Friday, I remember I was really looking forward to just sitting and eating my dinner with my roommate because that human interaction is something I think we all really, really need. And even if like, like I said, that night I was so tired, like too tired to be, you know, in a big group with a lot of different people. Like I was way too tired to be in a group of like 10. (laughs) And, but just having like one or two people to just hang out with, I think is just so important for everybody's like health. And yeah, those girls that I have class with almost every day, they're actually all seniors. So we're not going to be in class together in the fall, which makes me so sad. But, you know, of course, I will make new friends, hopefully, that are in my grade. And they're actually all going to grad school here, I'm pretty sure. So I definitely will see them around. I'll definitely see them in the clinic. So it'll be fine. All in all, friends are very, very important, I think. Extremely important. Top top three tier importance (laughs) and like even if you're in let this happened to me recently I was very much on the struggle bus and I didn't even need because sometimes when you listen to somebody like you might not know what to say if they're like going through something and that was happening to me like I didn't I knew that whoever I was going to talk to like probably wasn't maybe didn't know what to say to make me feel better and I think that's totally okay that's important to acknowledge like people are not going to know what to say when you're telling them shit that you're going through but the feeling of just them letting you speak and just acknowledging that like that person acknowledging like I'm listening to you and I hear you and it's valid And just saying, like, if there's anything I can do, let me know. Like, just listening, like, no real response or, like, no real, like, trying to help and fix the situation. That in itself, I think, is just so important in a friendship. That might be, like, top top thing that's important other than, like, trust and whatnot. But just having those friends that, like, you can just speak and just 
and just they don't have to knowing that they don't have to like respond because they might not know what to say but just them listening and letting you know like I'm glad you know you're telling me like if you need anything let me know like that kind of support is like so important anyway (laughs) sorry this was like way sappier of an episode than I thought it was gonna be I don't I guess I'm just feeling really really thankful for my real homies because I guess we've all I think this year especially we've all really been through the ringer and we've all really been there for each other so this was a very deep episode but I think an important one so call your friends tell them you love them and that's all I have to say I guess about friendship I will be back next week with another episode I hope you all enjoyed this one I hope it wasn't too sappy for you (laughs) and oh like I said give the straight cheddar straight cheddar babe underscore podcast a follow on the instagram and if you want to you can follow hands world of baking for all your baking needs (laughs) no you can just see all of the creations that i'm making anyways okay hope everybody has a great rest of your week your day and i will be back next week Bye.